The following podcast is a Dynasty Kingdom production. Yo, 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 what's going down, everybody? Welcome back to another episode on Sundays with Mike and Diana. We are so glad that you guys are here with us today. It's such a blessing for you to be here today, man. But uh, before we get started, let's go ahead and go before the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we'd like to just thank you right now for this time to be with you, Father God. We give you all honor, glory, and praise today, Father God, just thanking you for the very breath that's in our bodies. We pray that you be with all of our listeners today, Father God. Touch their ears, touch their minds, touch their hearts, and fill their spirits with your Holy Spirit, Father God. And we just thank you for them right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yo, what's going down, honey? How you feeling today? Well, we are coming to you on Sunday. So this episode is going to drop live. <laughs> live. And I'm feeling really good. We Tomorrow's like the first of the new month. Yes. And so I'm excited to just set our intentions and just manifest some really good things and I don't know. I just, I feel like God always does something new at the start of the month. So I'm feeling good. I think I'm at a solid three right now. Three. I know that's right. Above the base. Above the base of a two. (laughs) So we always like to celebrate when we're feeling better than normal. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel really good. We had a really good day, a great weekend. And yeah, I'm just grateful. How are you? I'd say I'm at a five, man. Oh my gosh. I'm feeling extravagant. Oh, extravagant. I'm feeling feeling fantastic. I'm feeling refreshed. I'm feeling blessed. I'm feeling honored to be here today. Yeah. And even though it is Sunday, and, you know, I'd like to have this shot earlier in the week and edited, you know, to where I'm comfortable. Yeah. But I just feel good. I'm not, I don't feel like overwhelmed. Like, I I had a great day. Even though our weekend was full, our week was full, and we had a lot going on, I'm just grateful and just being here today. Yeah. And, you know, we did have a really good weekend. Went to the pool hall and spanked that butt. Oh, my you know, gosh. You did it, though. Head you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I think it was like 5-1 and one or something like that. No, but, you know, we, nobody no, was keeping track. It. I was. <laughs> so, no, but all jokes aside, man, yeah, just had a good weekend. You know, it was very refreshing to, you know, step out and do something for ourselves. And, uh, yeah, man, just feeling the five. Nice. Yeah. So. What's today's read? Today's read is Isaac gives up his wells, which is a good story. And if you want to follow along in the Bible, we're going to be reading out of Genesis chapter 26, verses 12 through 22. Okay, so coming out of the children's book, everyone could see that God was taking care of Isaac. God had promised to make a great nation from him. He would have so many people in his family that no one could count them. Isaac became very rich. He had great crops. One year, his crops produced 100 times as much as he planted. He also had many animals, sheep, goats, and cattle. He had many servants to help with all the work, too. 
The Philistines were Isaac's neighbors. They did not believe in God. They liked to fight, and Isaac did not like to fight. These Philistines became jealous when they saw how rich Isaac had become. Go away, the Philistine king told Isaac. So Isaac moved to the Gerar Valley rather than fight, but he had to have wells to get water. The Philistines had taken dirt and filled up the wells that Abraham once owned. Isaac had his men dig the dirt from them again. They also dug a new well that gushed with water. But the local shepherds wanted the new well. This is our well and our land, they said. Isaac did not want to fight, so he gave them the well. Then Isaac's men dug another well, but some neighbors wanted that one too. They wanted to fight for it, but Isaac still would not fight. He gave them this well also. Then Isaac's men dug still another well. This time the neighbors left them alone. It was clear to everyone now. Isaac would rather give up his wells than fight his neighbors. All right, now coming out of the Bible, we will be reading Genesis chapter 26, verses 12 through 22. Conflict over water rights. When Isaac planted his crops that year, he harvested a hundred times more grain than he planted, for the Lord blessed him. He became a very rich man, and his wealth continued to grow. He acquired so many flocks of sheep and goats, herds of cattle, and servants that the Philistines became jealous of him. So the Philistines filled up all of Isaac's wells with dirt. These were the wells that had been dug by the servants of his father, Abraham. Finally, Abimelech ordered Isaac to leave the country. Go somewhere else, he said, for you have become too powerful for us. So Isaac moved away to the Gerar Valley, where he set up their tents and settled down. He reopened the wells his father had dug, which the Philistines had filled in after Abraham's death. Isaac also restored the names Abraham had given them. Isaac's servants also dug in the Gerar Valley and discovered a well of fresh water. But then the shepherds from Gerar came and claimed the spring. This is our water, they said, and they argued over it with Isaac herdsmen. So Isaac named the well Essek, which means argument. Isaac's men then dug another well, but again, there was a dispute over it. So Isaac named it Sitna, which means hostility. Abandoning that one, Isaac moved on and dug another well. This time, there was no dispute over it, so Isaac named the place Rehoboth, which means open space. For he said, at last the Lord has created enough space for us to prosper in this land. Remember, how good were Isaac's crops? A hundred times Man. better. Man. Yeah, so. Multiplication. Multiplication. <laughs> Man. What did Isaac's jealous Philistine neighbors do to him? Well, first... They hated on the brother, you know. Mm-hmm. It was like, yo, listen, you're getting too prosperous here, man. <laughs> I'm going to need you to get away from me so I can't see you. Mm. I can't help even to look at you prosper. That's and good. then, uh, yeah, he filled their wells. He filled, the, he filled the wells that belonged to his father yeah. with dirt, man. Yeah. Literally put dirt on put his name. Put dirt on his name. <laughs> Literally. Wow. Yeah. Just hating. Man. Instead of fighting, what did Isaac do? Isaac said, listen, man, I'm not really trying to have any conflict here. I can prosper elsewhere. So he left. And he kept digging up those new wells. New wells. Gushing water. Mm-hmm. Discover. Sometimes it is better to give up something rather than fight for it. Sometimes it is better to be quiet than to win an argument. Yes. Apply. The next time you start to fight, stop. Is it really worth more to win a fight than to keep a friend? No. 
Yeah, I would say no. Definitely not. Not not everything is about like winning. What's that saying? You lose the battle but win the war or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Something like that. Like I just would rather just it's okay. Like if it yeah. costs me a friendship to have to fight or be right or whatever, like it's I'd rather not. My friendship means more to me than winning that fight. Definitely. And a lot of the times when we think we're right, we're not right. It's just our opinion on what's going on. Yeah. It's how we feel, it's our experience. So to me, it's never worth it because what we're fighting over really doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. You put it into perspective, it really doesn't matter, you know. And you're right, we're each of us entitled to our own truth. So some things are just not really worth fighting for. It is better to just stay quiet. Okay, why are you fighting? I think for me, any time that I have put up a fight, it's just been because I'm trying to hold on to something that's not really mine anyway, if that makes sense. Like, mm. kind of like Isaac, like I think he understood that the wells and the water and all of the things that he has is only because of God. So why hold on? to rippling death, you know, if it's not, I mean, he's going to get it replaced anyway. So I think for me, it's almost like a scarcity mindset anytime mm. I fought just because it's mine or I fear losing it or it took me something to get it. And it's like, I'm going to fight for it, you know? Yeah. And I don't think God's saying that like, we shouldn't fight for certain things. Obviously, there's things that we should fight for, but it's just the way in which you fight. Like, yeah. I don't need to fight with my mouth or with my hands. Like, you know, I can war on the floor today, I can call on God today, I can be strategic about how I fight, you know. It's not even, I'm not even in that battle by myself anymore. He's got my back. Yeah. For me personally, when I think about when I would fight, it would just come from a place of misunderstanding. Mm. I just didn't know who I was in my totality and who I was created to be. So anything I acquired, I felt like I had to do whatever it took mm, to keep that thing. Fight for that thing. And like you said, nothing is ours. God's not going to give us anything that we have to fight to keep. Mm, that's so good. God said, love thy neighbor. And that's exactly what Isaac did. He dug the wells. It's like, picture the well as a business that your family has been having for generations to yeah, come. Yeah. And somebody comes in that has more power than you and thinks that they can just take over your family's business. Mm -hmm. In the flesh, we're all gonna fight, but in the spirit, God wants us to come to a place to know that he's preparing something better for us. And it's not always gonna be an easy thing to do. I can attest to feeling like that because personally, there's been things in my life that I felt that people have tried to take from me. And that can be something as simple as my joy, my time, my finances, my gifts, but nobody can take anything from you that God has given you or that mm -hmm. he won't replace tenfold. Mm -hmm. All those things that Isaac planted in the ground, they grew by 100. Just think if he would have fought, I can almost guarantee he would have blocked his blessing. When he dug, he would have got dirt. He wouldn't have got flowing waters. Gushing water. Gushing. <laughs> and the thing about it is the enemy will get tired. Whenever they threw dirt, that man just dug another well. So if they knew they couldn't stop what God was doing mm -hmm. in his life. Yes. So you can literally tire the enemy out. Yes. Round for round, pound for pound. We're going to fight the fight, but it's going to be the fight of faith. We're not fighting flesh and blood. We're fighting spirits here. And you have to know the difference. And there is times where we will have to fight, but it won't be in the flesh. God will never tell you to put your hands on somebody. God will never tell you to tear somebody down with your tongue. Mm. 
God will never tell you to fight somebody with your flesh. He will always tell you to fight through the Holy Spirit. You pray for your enemy as hard as it is. You love on that unlovable person because somebody has to. We're not in the business of hardening hearts. We're in the business of softening them. And it's a hard thing to do. That is really good because it's like we always do have our name. Or people always have, you know, our names and everything but a prayer. And that's the hardest thing to do sometimes is pray for your enemy. But you're right. We should. And yeah. that's not easy. Like what Isaac not did wasn't easy at all. But yeah. I know people that I still need to pray for. Man. That, same. You know, same. I'm fighting fights internally that, yeah. you know, I shouldn't be fighting. Yeah, that forgiveness piece. Yeah. Yeah. So last question. Is it worth the fight? Is it worth the fight? I think that's a question we should all be asking ourselves when we are preparing to go into battle. Like, is it is this thing worth me fighting for? Because it could save a lot of heartache and misdirected energy. If the answer is no, some things are not worth a fight Man, today. Like, not, not at, at all. all. <laughs> not at all. Because what we have to understand also, too, is that they're not fighting us. Yeah. They're fighting themselves. Or just that thing that they can see that reminds them of what mm. they're not. Mm. And where they need to rise higher. Or whatever that thing is inside of them that's trying to get you into conflict with them. So they can say, look at that. Look what I did. We in conflict. We're fighting now. It's almost like the God in us. Like yeah. People will fight. Because there was just something about Isaac that they just didn't like. Like, man. You know? Like, so they just couldn't stand you. seeing that man yeah. prosper. Yeah. I guess we can transition into takeaways then since we're segueing into that. What are your takeaways? My takeaways would have to be, you don't have to protect anything that God has given you. There's nothing that can be taken that won't be replaced more than before. And it is our duty to love thy neighbor our love should be for our neighbor like god's love is for us it's not predicated on how much they do it's not predicated on what they do to us or how they act or what transpires because ultimately that's still a child of god his child yeah. that's his child just yeah. like you are you're not perfect i know we like to think that you know because you do certain things or you're in certain crowds or you have this level of influence that you're bigger and better than those people that we're referring to but you're just the same nobody's good on this earth but god god is the only thing that's good we are all bad children we all fall short of god's glory daily but it's just the journey of dying to the flesh daily. How much has your spirit been speaking over your flesh? Or how much has your flesh been speaking over your spirit? When that co-worker says something that irritates your spirit, are you giving them a dirty tongue or are you speaking love over them? When your dad tells you something that you don't like, are you argumentative and disobedient? Or are you saying, okay, dad, I love you, I, I understand. When your spouse says something that you don't like out of just wanting to be heard, but not knowing how to vocalize that to where it can be received, are you going to act in the flesh and get defensive? Or will you take time to quiet your flesh and listen to your spirit? And let me tell you, these things are not easy. If you look at everybody like a child of God, just like you and I are, you'll be able to see them differently. You'll be able to treat them differently you'll be able to love them differently. And I challenge you, when you find yourself getting in conflict, ask yourself, how can you turn this to a positive? How can you step away? How can you speak life over that situation? Ask God how you can pray for that. 
And it's hard because like I said before, there's people that I need to pray for that I'm fighting internal battles with. Like my father, for instance, there's a lot of turmoil there. And the times when I think I have it under control and I feel like Isaac and I can just step forward, I feel that fight still in me and it comes up in different ways. So nobody's perfect here. We're just learning and growing and evolving as we walk this walk with God. And my prayer is that you assert yourself and find out what conflict are you fighting with and is it worth that fight? Is it taking from you or is it adding to you? The first thing that comes to mind is just forgiveness. I feel like this um, read really deals with the heart on th forgiveness, like forgive those that trespass you. That's a real thing. <laughs> it's not just something to say. It's really, you're met with the realization of having to forgive people, places, things. They don't always deserve it and it's really not for that person. But it's also not our fight in a lot of ways. So I guess just kind of looking at Isaac's situation, the few things that pop out for me was it says that the Philistines didn't believe in God, right? So already that lets me know we're just on a different, we just have a different understanding. So it's the way I kind of look at it is almost like the Philistines are children and I'm the, and Isaac was kind of the adult in the situation. So it just wouldn't be fighting fair if you're fighting children who just, does, it, does that make sense? Like they don't have an understanding of God. So it's almost like, why would you waste your breath even engaging in something that they wouldn't understand? It almost like doesn't make sense to even, there's no point to fight here. And so I wonder how much of that is even like their fault and how much of it is just, they're, fight, they're just fighting with their flesh and we're fighting it on a different territory or playing field. But um, the other thing that stood out was, you know, they didn't have a problem with Isaac when he was just like them. Mm. You know, when he was just a regular guy tending to his wells and just do, living life, like not doing anything, not prospering. But the second that he started to win, like they even said, like, you're too powerful for us. Like, I don't like this. Like, this is irritating to me. You have too much. You need to leave our country. And it's just so interesting because I've personally just been in situations where it's all good as long as you're like us. But the second that you're different or set apart or, you know, winning, you're enemy number one. <laughs> so I really related to Isaac in that sense. But, you know, he just, he handled it with so much grace and nobility, like not even to engage. I think that's half the battle right there. There is no fight if I don't fight back. Man. I don't have to play your game on your terms. I don't have to engage. So I think that's just what I got out of it is that thing that comes to test your patience or even irk a nerve or be kind of an irritant. I don't know. I can't find the word for it, but it's almost a trap in a way. It doesn't have to be if you just kind of see it for what it is. And, you know, Isaac just went the other way and he kept doing what God said to do. Okay, you're going to fill this wall. Well, here's another one. It was really a good word for me because I feel like we're that way in a lot of ways. Like if something just doesn't work out in the way that we think it should, like that's okay. Like God is still calling me to it and I'm going to find another way. Like one of us is going to get tired mm -hmm. <laughs> and I have God on my side. So good luck to you. Yeah, I guess those were just my takeaways is that the people that you're faulting or that you are giving your power to when you fight sometimes are not even on the same playing field. So it's almost like a shark fighting a guppy like is it it's not worth it like they won't get it they're not gonna understand you can't make them understand it's not your job just don't engage well we like to just thank you guys for hanging out with us today 
We love you guys. We appreciate you guys for being here. And in closing, we'll just go ahead and go before the Lord in prayer. Close this out, honey. Okay, all minds clear. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the word that has transpired on today, Father God. We thank you for the healthy conflict that does arise from time to time in our lives because it's so revealing and truth-telling, O oh God. We thank you for the seeds that you are planting in our spirit around themes of hostility and arguments and just anything that's not of you. Jealousy, O oh God, forgiveness. We thank you, O oh God, that we have you on our side to guide us to fill our wells, to continue to fill our spirits when we can get discouraged and just, you know, we forget sometimes that this isn't our fight and that we're not alone and this is not a losing battle, Father God, as long as we keep our eye on you. We thank you for our enemies, oh God. We pray for them. We forgive those that trespass us. We thank you for them, Father God. We thank you because they're your children too. And if anything, they just reveal things in us that you're still dealing with and you're helping us to deal with it so we thank you for all of these things in jesus name we pray amen amen thank you for tuning in to sundays with mike and diana we hope you enjoyed today's episode please don't forget to review rate and subscribe if you're in the las vegas area join us for our in-person bible study every third Saturday of the month at 10 a.m. And don't forget to connect with us at underscore Sunday's podcast. Thanks for listening. See you for Bible study next week. Light work.